I would also love to be Neil the Seal in the next life. What a life. What a life. Just cause The first video that I saw of him, he was laying in the road (laughs) and the cops had to be called to get him to go back into the water. It was right by the beach and they're honking at him and like pushing him with the car. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to. That's a, that's a gift. Yeah. conversation about it last weekend big old brines yeah big old noggins hey what's up asadi welcome to blood and contracts the show where we're just yep here we're doing it we're We're, trying we're here (laughs) millennial women just trying episode 17 17 holy moly we're very close to the end of this season this episode is a dancing queen oh wow dancing and that's as much of that song you can sing. <laughs> really? Without getting demonetized. I mean, if you sing it yourself, it's technically... Granted, we're not even monetized yet, so we don't really need to true, worry true, about true. demonetization. And with that note, <laughs> now that you're here, please subscribe. Uh, please subscribe and rate and review, rate and review, comment, yeah, uh, and hang out with us. We're on all the socials at Blood and Contracts. Yeah. Thanks so much. Or our names. Or our names. Mm-hmm. Oh, that are above us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, today we're going to do a couple things. We have some thread combos that we want to chat about. Uh, we're also going to do an update on Renaissance resolutions and see how we're doing, you know, one week mm-hmm. into the new year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, those are the only positives that are happening right now. So, and the only things I can control. <laughs> take what we can get exactly and then we're going there today about a little conversation around politics one that we've kind of avoided talking about so far on the podcast because i mean it can be a lengthy discussion it can also be uh, a polarizing discussion um we haven't really talked about our affiliations or anything. I mean, I feel like people could get a vibe. Oh, goodbye, oh. Halsey. <laughs> um, I feel people could get a vibe of the things that we care about and are passionate about, but we haven't really put pen to paper or said it on the show that Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, all that good stuff. But we're going to talk about our political beginnings where we started, who had a hand in crafting our political thoughts when we were younger, again, zero to 13-ish kind of age, and do a little retrospective conversation uh, about how we feel about politics now based on how they were crafted in the beginning of us. Mm -hmm. Um, But first, Renaissance resolutions. Halsey, you mentioned no updates on yours or some updates on yours. I mean, I got a Kindle. That that's yeah, because you're the update reading. For reading. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. only been a week. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you. And uh, yep. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, how are your Renaissance resolutions going so far? Well, I feel like I was forced into my year of health a little bit faster than what I was <laughs> seriously intending to. Yeah. 
take, but I put it out in the universe and here we here are. We are. <laughs> so, I mean, it's okay. I'm dragging my feet a little bit to find a GP because I don't have established doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just something I've never done. I feel like I've never stayed in one part of town long enough to right. like mm-hmm. really get established settled. Yeah. So am I committed to driving <coughs> to the east side of town? Do I want to find someone on the west side? Like, Is there a lot of options over here, too? I feel like there wouldn't be. Because <laughs> what's the nearest hospital? I don't even know. That's maybe something I should know. You should. I was thinking about this the other day. If there were an emergency right now, because I'm not from the area that we live in, I've never mm-hmm. lived in California, I would be... It would be a problem. I feel like there's one near like Westgate. Yes. That's not too far. There might be something closer though. Maybe. Yeah. Google Maps will help me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying out ZocDoc to see if yeah. that will be helpful. And that's how I found the eye doctor. Oh, good. Okay. So I've started looking through there mm-hmm. for a GP. But. Yeah. Uh, ZocDoc has not been helpful in California. I don't know why. Oh. There's just no one on there really. I would have to go hours out of my way to get mm-hmm. to a ZocDoc person based on my insurance. K is ZocDoc. Huh? What is ZocDoc? Oh, uh, it's an app. It's an app. It's Ooh. like a dating service for medical things. <laughs> and you, you can are you able to like put your health insurance in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it spits out a Pe- search algorithm of people that align or with your insurance and who you're looking okay. for. Yeah, and like what and they and you can break it down by so many different things, which I feel like was the difference between this eye doctor and the mm. one that I went to before because I could never set up an appointment with the my old eye doctor as a medical appointment it was oh. i could only hmm. like do the annual eye exam choice oh. so then it was always such a pain to try and figure refigure out my billing because my medical is not through the same insurance that my eye insurance yes my vision mm. insurance is through so yep. it got complicated it was really expensive and this time i went and it was only twenty dollars oh nice That's i was like good. planning to pay upwards of a hundred dollars and i downloaded it yeah <laughs> um once upon a time i almost got a job with Zocdoc. oh funny oh, i wonder i heard about Zocdoc first before i moved so i wonder if they have an office here or something but their marketing here is bigger than mm-hmm. other states obviously in california maybe um, they have a hub here potentially but mm-hmm. you can search based on your symptoms which is kind of nice yeah. so halsey's oh, you cool. wanted to find someone specifically treating pcos you can search based on that the yeah. part that i like the most is that it's review based so mm. you other patients can go in and review their doctors and you get the real tea if mm-hmm. it's like um glass door but, but for, for the medical community medical. yeah exactly which should already very much be a don't know why thing. it's not but you know here we are yeah because i would write some reviews oh same annihilating some doctors yeah and that's i found my doctor in washington on zocdoc because mm-hmm. of the reviews yeah. i didn't go on zocdoc to find my first OBGYN. OBGYN on there went there she was my first doctor to give me birth control and did my iud mm-hmm. and she was a pro baby doctor so the first time she put in my iud she was like this is perfect because you'll be the perfect age in five years when this needs to come out to pop out some babies and i was like i don't want those she said yes you do you absolutely do and i said no i really don't 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now shove this thing up my uterus and make me scream, baby. Let's go. Also, I did not ask for your opinion in yep. that. So did not. So yeah. that was the last time I went to her. Uh, and then I found my next one based off her views because I didn't want to yeah. have a repeat. But what else? What are yeah. uh, your others are? My others are being kinder to myself, which I haven't really like noticed me saying anything negative really but again only week one so <laughs> yeah. doing doing good You're being doing great going strong mm-hmm. uh self-care type stuff which i feel like i wrote down on my notes i part of my self-care and re taking care of myself and putting myself first is also re um, vamping my wardrobe yeah so i'm excited to kind of get into that a little bit more mm-hmm. it's obviously that's a little bit of a pricey investment it is but because you want quality clothes yeah. at this age yes you know yeah. we're kind of done with fast fashion but quality costs yes. so much right yeah. now yes so in my head i want to just get rid of all of my clothes i don't want to keep and exactly i'm gonna get rid of i think hopefully i always say this but i'm not good at actually getting rid of them but <laughs> Once we hit that in the organization calendar, I go through my closet. I'm hoping to make a dent in that so I have space for new clothes mm-hmm. to come in. And um, maybe you could try like a stitch fix. I've have done stitch fix oh, before. You have? Okay. It's actually expensive. Like, oh, pretty yeah. Expensive. Okay. Yeah. Because the price of the box, it does go towards mm-hmm. the items that you end up keeping. And you get yeah. a discount if you keep all the items in the box. But it's mm-hmm. probably... $200 a box worth oh, wow. of clothes. Oh my gosh. And you get a box every month, right? Oh yeah, no. You can skip. Okay. I've looked into Wantable though. I've never heard of that one. Interesting. I get ads for all the time. Mm-hmm. So. the I've been seeing a lot of this on my FYP lately of really expensive clothing brands actually putting out clothes that are 100% polyester or just terrible fabric and terrible mm-hmm. quality or the stitching is falling apart. Mm-hmm. There, This girl went to, I think, a Saks or something, mm-hmm. and there was a dress from this brand that I won't say. It's kind of a smaller, um, expensive brand, mm-hmm. uh, luxury brand. Mm-hmm. But this dress was silk, <laughs> but it was made of 80% rayon and then the rest was polyester so not silk. Yeah. It was $1500. Disgusting. The stitching was falling apart on the hanger before she even she didn't even want to try it on cuz it yeah. wasn't cute. Also it was a dress but didn't even cover her butt and she was maybe 5'7". <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no. So Hard pass. finding quality right now is next to impossible, mm-hmm. especially because I think we're still dealing with supply chain issues yeah. in America and finding um not questionable <laughs> resources. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So well, and I feel like right now because I'm not ready to start spending, I also want to lose a little bit of weight yeah. before I start buying more clothes, but um I just want to, I'm going to start with like a vision board kind of deal of what I want my style to be because I also wanted to change a little bit. Who is your style icon that you would esteem to be? I think I already, oh, you don't don't know? know. See, I think you've got some Stassi Schroeder in you. I love her style. Yeah, girl. Like classic, all American with a touch of European swagger. 
I could dig that. She's just so classically mm-hmm. beautiful, but also her style just will never go out of style. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. You just need a good set of classic pieces, mm-hmm. staple basics. pieces, mm-hmm. basics, but very quality. And we can find those. And then you don't have to feel like you need to buy them all at the same time because mm-hmm. a good wardrobe is collected over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was reminiscing a little bit because I saw a thread from a black creator that I follow on Instagram, Stephanie Yaboa. She's amazing. She has been an ASOS partner for a long time for ASOS Curve. I think I saw you respond. Your responses to this. Yeah, because she was talking about ASOS's obsession with silk dresses for fat girls. Mm-hmm. Stop it. We don't want a silk dress. No. First of all, it's not even silk. Again, it is rayon and polyester crap. I mean, I kind of want a silk dress. I, but once you have one, why do you need 500 no, other no. ones? Yeah, no. They come out with the same exact cut, the same exact style every single season in five colors. And yeah. that's all we get is those silk dresses. Meanwhile, the other side of ASOS has all these cool styles, mm-hmm. quality brands, n- expensive but there are some staple things that are worth buying Mm -hmm. on there but they only go to size 10 yeah what but i was reminiscing in that thread because in 2017 to 2019 that's when i was earning enough money again and not working at starbucks uh and able to spend money on good nice clothes and asos was the place to get Mm -hmm. fantastic curve and tall girl clothes that were quality and beautiful like Mm -hmm. i have so much so many incredible pieces that i will hold on to for years none of them have aged or fallen apart they've Mm -hmm. gone through tons of washes and dry cleaner visits Mm -hmm. and they still look fantastic but I can't since the pandemic every time I have gotten an ASOS order I have sent back every single thing I can't remember the last time I actually kept something from ASOS because the quality has plummeted yeah I don't understand why well I do understand why but I don't know we're not fans not fans so now I'm I'm just in this place where I'm only wearing well, I'm only wearing my overthinker sweatshirt today, <laughs> but I'm only wearing athleisure. Yeah. And we kind of talked about this last week. We That's need to get out of this mode of my problem. only wearing athleisure. I need to put on a real waist line, like pant with waist yeah. band because I've worn elastic for too long. And yeah. so I just it's humbling it. when I try to put a pair of pants on these days. I get but, it. Um, yeah. I was looking at the airing dates for this episode. So this one will come out on January 29th. Oh. So everyone should have been organizing with us all month yeah. long. But if you haven't and you fell behind, just keep the calendar and keep spread going. it out through the next few months of spring and just keep going. And if you do any of the Kelly tasks that she's prepared for you, please tag us on any of the socials about posting about them because I want to see yeah. like a time lapse or before and afters. I think it's so fun. I've loved your before and afters. But also get ready for another fun calendar coming soon. Spoiler I'll, alert. That's I'll, I'll just keep wearing my dumb shirts. <laughs> Jeff. Like it. He's always with us. Oops. Yeah. That, I think was that all of your renaissances? Um, my other ones were reading, which I'm doing my wish list is growing. I'm crushing, crushing books, yeah, which I are. love. And I've already finished one oh this gosh. year and I'm twenty seven percent of the way through. 
book three. And that's a big book. She's reading the Darker Shade of Magic series. She's already on the last one. Yeah. And that is the biggest book of all. So the fact that you're almost 30% through. Yeah. And then oh. my uncomfortable goal of Kelly getting a booty, I have not done anything for it, but I have been. <laughs> it's only been a week. It's only been a week. I've just not had a lot of wanting to do anything else other than sit in a dark room and <laughs> not stare at, at the wall. Um, <laughs> and so, but I have walked a little bit yeah. here and there on our new walking pad just to get a little bit of movement going mm-hmm. and easing into it. Exactly. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Get that booty, girl. Get Gonna it. start doing some squats. Love a squat. Yeah. You can also do like lunges while you're on the walking pad. That's scary. Might be a little scary because there's nothing yeah. to hold on to. I do it all the time. On a walking pad? Yeah. Oh, that's talented. You just gotta. I'd fall right off. Hold yourself. <laughs> yeah, I would fall off too. <laughs> I don't trust myself over. enough. Maybe in the future. Yeah. I do a squat. Uh, you don't do it while it's going fast. Well, no. I would hope not. That would be very interesting <laughs> to watch, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your renaissance updates? Updates. Uh, well, the un- my similarly with my uncomfortable one, challenging one, haven't done anything because it's only been a week and a lot of has been happening in that week. Yeah. So I haven't been really pumped about trying to write right now, mm-hmm. uh, but it'll happen. I started a habit tracker on my iPad planner to try and invigorate myself in in checking off each day if I've done something. So I'll be putting that to good use. I should do that. Yeah. Um, Financial health. (coughs) Well, it's not going great. (laughs) TBD. Um, James and I have to re-budget everything, which will be interesting because none of our bills are changing. Um, Yeah. Potentially, we will be, just to be super real, we'll probably be turning in the Honda and getting something much smaller because the that's a $600 bill every month for a car, which we love and definitely put to good use, but that's an astronomical bill for us right now. Yeah. Um, when Rob was in town, we got a phone plan all together because now we have family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we won't really be saving much there but again just another thing to add to the list but our the plan still is intact that our hope this year was to rebudget so that we would be only on james's income and then anything else is gravy we're just gonna get to experience that a lot faster than i thought we would yeah (laughs) yay uh the two renaissance resolutions that i have that are all in my control are the podcast plus Virgo and co-growth and moving my body and wellness. The moving my body and wellness is the one that I'm the happiest about. We've been right back into the gym. James and I go every day, not together, but we definitely encourage each other to get there. Um, some day, some days when he can't get in there cause he goes early, like 5am because gross, gross. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> we'll go at night together. And I liked that because it proved to us as late as it is we still made it in mm-hmm. we're still capable of getting here it's just getting the gumption to get off the couch yeah uh, and if we can't get into the gym supplementing with Heidi walks that kind of thing uh, I took the dogs out for uh, Hutch and Archie out for a walk yesterday that was a blast yeah and an interesting 
hat trick experience. He's a big boy. A... He's just a he's a loud presence, but I think it's all in love. But it sounds terrifying. Yeah, and it's directed at other dogs that are around him because he just wants to hang out and socialize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he doesn't know that his volume is very frightening. He got a big bark. Yeah, and he wants to be. He would go up to them. I yeah. don't think he would and try to like no. attack at all, but he would aggressively love sniff and yeah, yeah want to mm-hmm. play and yeah. But no owner watching Hutch have his barking tantrums would do that. You no. know, yeah. The guy with the Shih Tzus yesterday, he had two cute little Shih Tzus who had like all their hair in their faces, <laughs> and they, they heard Hutch's bark. They were like, "What?" Um, <laughs> he go. crossed the street <laughs> faster than I've ever seen someone cross the street. He was like, mm, "Okay, bye." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you. he. He's not. He's nice. He's lovely. As I'm holding him by his collar, it was great. His full tactical vest. <laughs> it looks like he's going into the military. Yeah, I love it. Desert Storm. Yeah. Yes, Hutch style. Hutch yeah. Um, I just realized my sock is on completely. <laughs> Are those your watering can socks again? Yes. <laughs> my mask. Your masks. I love it. Um, uh, we're also really loving cooking. James is getting James is making bread tomorrow. James is starter kit. Sorry, I, okay. sold, I told no, you a story for you. You're okay. He bought a starter kit yesterday with his gift card from Mike uh-huh. on Amazon. He he's like, I even got proofing baskets. I was like, okay, <laughs> who are you? He's making a sourdough starter this adorable. weekend. Adorable. He would be able to pass it down to. Future generations. <laughs> yeah. And he was texting you about it all day yesterday. Oh, just like so, so excited. excited. God, I love that man. He said, he said, it'll be healthier for us and we'll save money because we never will have to buy it from the store. And I said, we don't buy bread from the store because bread is our enemy. We don't <laughs> eat bread. He's like, right, but I'll make healthy bread. I said, okay. <laughs> I love him. But yeah, he's getting into baking and on that journey because he has he has alone time and um free time for the first time in his freaking life. Mm -hmm. So he's loving that. Yeah. Um well very don't know, but it's nice. Uh and then he is trying out some new recipes. I'm trying out some new recipes and just trying to love the act of cooking again. I do love it. It's just finding the recipes that I'm actually interested in that yeah. are good for me, you know. And not just chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice. His solution last night when I said, hey, what dinners are we interested in? He's like, oh, we have rice and chicken. It'll be fine. <laughs> if you have it, it's a nice fallback. It is. An easy fallback. Yeah. Beans and rice. But if it's all you're eating, mm-hmm. a little boring. it gets a little old. Yeah. Real fast. Yeah. Uh, my thing lately, and this is not because I put it on my resolutions, but eating more plant-based stuff, I've just inherently wanted to eat more legumes and tofu and not heavy meat stuff, but I still need yeah. to get protein in, but I've been finding some great recipes. So mm-hmm. repeatable recipes. They sound yummy. <laughs> they are pretty good. Uh, and then my last one was the podcast Virgo and co things are going really well. Uh, the holidays were a little bit slower in terms of traffic and viewership and listenership because y'all are on vacation and hanging out with your families, which you should do. Yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> but we also get it maybe too. just like show your family our content. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll get in the feeds that we need to get into. I'm not worried about it. Every single week, I or every single time we come to record, I look back at what we were at follower-wise before that weekend or on the last weekend, and we grow every week. Yeah. So I can't complain. It's just slow. We're um, crushing it. Yeah. Now I will be doubling down on my efforts in order to become profitable. Yeah. <laughs> I just posted a really stupid TikTok earlier. It's already at 700 views. Annoying. So. <laughs> and has comments. Love it. We love a comment. Please comment. <laughs> comment and subscribe. We're okay. not begging anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> threads. Certain thread about a tunnel lady. Oh. Are you She's, on Tunnel Lady TikTok? I'm on Tunnel Lady adjacent TikTok. Yeah. I'm on the, the part of other people explaining Her. Tunnel TikTok yeah. to their like significant others. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she is on my For You page. She, Everywhere. I, I got her first and then I got the journalist that's trying to take her down, which I is successful i think she hasn't posted since uh, i look last night she hasn't posted since she did her shutdown movie did you see oh, this i didn't watch it but i saw that it was posted <laughs> it has something like two million views now and she posted it on december 28th and nothing has posted nothing since nothing on her story is completely silent mm -hmm. while the world talks about her which i think yeah. is crazy yeah but she made this basically produced video about the call that she received from the city and the inspectors mm -hmm. and she pulled over her car but then she had multiple camera angles <laughs> of the car being pulled over oh. and then multiple camera angles of her having the conversation the fake conversation in the car because yeah. she's not having that conversation live. Yeah. yes she had her she made her own reenactment yes and then <laughs> completely dark since hilarious oh my gosh but like so was it all a bit no I, not at all i mean if you so she was digging tunnels under her house yes right? yes okay. yeah one she, tunnel one she tunnel. just um a little over a year and a half ago i think she said august of 2022 yeah 20, mm -hmm. just went into her basement was kind of starting to do some renovation and then just mm -hmm. decided to start digging into this wall and down and but she lives in like she lives in urban area she lives in northern virginia so she, she's, she lives but like not in, like the middle of nowhere. She lives in like a cul-de-sac, right? For, yeah, that's yeah, what a I suburb. Yeah. yeah. Like she has a lot of neighbors who are yeah. complaining. Well, yeah. Well, when your neighbor digs 22 feet underground. And is going to end up creating a sinkhole. Yeah. She, yeah, she has, which she has to have some sort of, you would think she would have some sort of background because she, mm. I think, is putting up the rebar. What's that stuff called? Is that what it's called i think so she's made like the pump because she ran into a little bit of a water situation down ground there water. ground yeah. water um she has made a pulley so she could take all the ground that she's moving and uh -huh. pull it up because how so she dug it? down yes not both a little bit it's it's <gasps> inclined okay. it's 30 feet long and 20 feet wide right now and she's moved tons, literal tons of rock out of this It's tunnel. just her digging? Yes. Yeah. She bought a cart. 
from like Amazon <laughs> and motorized it, I think. Yep, so she can have like a little miner's cart yeah. to fill up and it'll move itself up and then she can put it in the seven pulley. dwarves up in here. I don't even understand. <laughs> I hope. I hope. <laughs> what freaks me out, you started to touch on this. Yeah. She is not an engineer. No. No. Her handle is engineer.everything. She has a business degree. Yeah, she's not educated in the thing that she's doing other than self-education, which whatever. I'm just going to start calling myself a doctor. <laughs> I mean, it works for some people, you know. What Gary, what's his face from the yeah, from Young Living? Young Living. Yeah. Terrifying. But yeah. yeah, her neighbors started complaining, obviously, for the noise, got a journalist involved to start to shut her down. The journalist contacted the city, wrote a story about her. But I honestly think that because she was using TikTok and she was growing her, she has something like 400,000 followers. Yeah. I think because she started growing that and becoming more and more popular and visible, mm -hmm. that's when it started to get into shutdown mode. Yeah. So, well, and her neighbors are like, that makes what, sense. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? Now we know. I also don't. Have we heard what her what the point of this is? No. She, just because. Uh, yeah. I think it's just because, which is even stranger. To yeah. Me. But then I think of being a child and wanting to the kids have that the hidden yeah. space. Maybe a little bit of the doomsday prepper in me. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted Preppers. that underground bunker where like yeah. it was fully stocked with everything. Yeah. And if anything happened, I was going to be set and I'd have this little hideaway. Yeah. <laughs> I still kind of want it. Kelly's like, just I'm for fun. Into it. Kelly's like, I get totally just like uh, a <laughs> home away from home, you know, under my home. Yeah. You just wanted a clubhouse. Oh, awesome. I love a clubhouse. I wanted. A tree house so bad. Yeah. Especially growing up in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. So sad. I also never got one. It's okay. We had a Did weird you? one in our first house. Yeah. When I was a baby. When you were a baby. But it was a little dilapidated. Mm. It was two stories, though, which was impressive. Nice. Yeah. Mm. And Jansen and I always wanted to sleep out there, but we were never allowed to. Ugh. Bummer. Hate it. Uh, but bonobos. <laughs> I did not know what these were until <laughs> I knew I knew what a bonobo monkey was, but I didn't yeah. know why we were supposed to be paying attention to them. Oh, we don't have to pay attention to them. I saw the guy that I posted about mm -hmm. in Slack. He was so calming and I might just repost this so people can see him too. He was so calming and lovely and just walking through the forest telling me about bonobos. I was like, I'm into this, man. Let's go. Is it how humans are like related to bonobos? So most people think that we are closely, more closely related to chimpanzees and chimpanzees mm -hmm. are terror, like aggressive, aggressive, angry, uh, male dominant family hierarchy structures. Stereotyping. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is nature. So no, I know. studied. I know. Uh, but we're so his TikTok was talking about how we're actually by a couple more percentage points more related to bonobos and bonobos are kind calm women-centric tribe uh there's uh same-sex mm -hmm. partners in bonobo cultures and they are the only mammal who will have sex for pleasure and it helps turn down the anger and disruption that can happen within their communities but dolphins also 
Yeah, but yeah. people didn't realize that oh, okay. monkey, yeah, chimpanzee cultures or whatever mm-hmm. could also want sex without mm-hmm. the purpose of having a baby, mm-hmm. a baby monkey. Um, <laughs> and I just thought that was so interesting. I had never sure. heard about them, and they're going extinct. <laughs> there is um, a group of people in the Congo that are doing restorative work, and one of the other TikToks that I posted was of this group of people that is doing this and there's one particular worker in this specific compound who has become the the loved nanny of the bonobos like they Mm. have taken her in because she's helping nurturing their babies to health Mm -hmm. and they can tell that she wants them to thrive so they've like completely accepted her it's the coolest (laughs) thing i know i loved it the next jane goodall (laughs) yeah i don't know i loved jane goodall as a kid i was a I feel like I was. Oh, I wasn't yeah. into it. Um, I don't know. I've just been getting a lot of nature TikTok in my FYP, and I'm into it. I'm learning That's... so much, and um, yeah. I would like to meet a bonobo someday. Yeah, shake his hand or hers. Say thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, it kind of just gave me hope for our yeah. society or culture or whatever that we have a closer relative that is about a calm way of living and a loving way of living and not fight to the death. Yeah. Die. I just realized that my light's not on, but that's okay. Would you like me to turn it on for you? No. Okay. Because of my sty. Mm. <laughs> I don't like bright lights. Uh, on the same thread of nature TikTok, we also have a particular seal that is re- <laughs> wreaking havoc on Tasmania. And by havoc, by the way... Tasmania, I think you're a little dramatic because he's just sitting there. He's just yeah. Neil is just sitting there. I'm obsessed with Neil the seal. Granted, seals are also very aggressive. They can and, be and really dangerous. Yes, they. But they can. He's just chilling. He's a big old boy who just wants to sit in the grass and sunbathe. He doesn't want to be in the water. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. My favorite video was of two neighbors just out in their backyard, kind of talking <laughs> mm-hmm. about. Neil the seal because he's laying on the property line so like he's part way in one neighbor's backyard part way in the other and one's just with a hose just watering him off just to refresh him a little bit and they're like who's gonna take care of him like oh I know he's more on your property but I'm home today so I'll take care of him (laughs) he this whole little town has just claimed him they have but they're not happy about it (laughs) evidently there is a Neil the seal option if he's blocking your car blocking you from being able to leave the house you have to send in photo or video footage of him doing it because people are starting to use him as an excuse to miss work but then but then he's on like the other side of the island and wreaking havoc somewhere else and they're like you're lying neil is not here right now um he also despises traffic cones. They are the bane of his existence. And every once in a while, he'll get his little chompers on them and like fight them. It's hilarious. I to love me. him. I love him too. I would also love to be Neil the Seal in the <laughs> next life. What a life. What a life. Just cause the chaos. first video that I saw of him, he was laying in the road <laughs> mm-hmm. and 
the cops had to be called to get him to go back into the water was right by the beach and they're honking at him and like pushing him with the car and he's like (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to that's a that's a gift yeah (laughs) and then he finally gets back in the water they turn their trucks away and the whoever's standing there filming (laughs) he's like oh here he comes and he just waddles back out of the ocean and sits right back down oh that's funny he kills me yeah yeah the first video i ever saw of him was the one you put in the thread yeah of the of him against the building and her going like you have to go yeah and he's just like no (laughs) yawns and then goes back to sleep yeah Yeah. Yeah. he's just a big boy it's just so funny because when seals like (laughs) lift their bodies up and then just go no. <laughs> Late night yeah. Go back down. Um, Is he a seal or a sea lion? I think he's a seal. What's the difference? Neil the seal? Yeah, yeah he's Neil, Neil the, the seal. seal. Not Neil the seal. The sea tab- lions are, also, are like more scary, I think. Yeah. More violent. Yeah. I don't know. Hilarious. There, there was a seal um, in Friday Harbor when I lived there. Yeah. Who was like famous... Um, yes. and had one eye i don't remember their name though uh, it was a girl and she lived like in the in the bay i've seen her though yeah no i saw her all the time what ne- did you find neil the seal is a southern elephant seal there you go yes. oh, so he's got the like floppy and the 600 kilograms which is 1322 pounds Woo! neil damn dying let's talk about other southern gentlemen you fat shaming a seal no 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 we were impressed we're loving him yeah we're loving on him big boy yeah other southern (laughs) let's talk about other southern gentlemen on Mm. tvt with k and b for the finale of Uh, southern charm uh, and let's just start off by saying the most (laughs) disappointing boring uneventful dull Mm. finale snorefest what about the reunion not Has sure not yet, happened yet. Mm. how many week. parts is it gonna be two two or three i hate it when they break up me too just get it but done they did that with vanderpump last year too it was three parts and honestly a what? disservice to bravo i think it's dumb that they try to spread this out over yeah. weeks yeah just put it all out so we can talk about it yeah. yeah all right let's skip ahead to our players reminder of the people in the room and now our notes okay the entire shtick of the episode was whitney was having an old man party i mean he was having a valley of the dolls party which granted loved the ladies costuming yes every single one of them Age looks delivered. Madison's outfit was my favorite because she looked like a Southern Barbie straight out of Valley of the Dolls. And Vanita had every detail planned. Mm -hmm. Yes. She had had matching beads or bobbles, bobbles, whatever, in her bun that matched the beads and um, buttons on her jacket. So good. And her dress. Yeah. I've never seen Valley of the Dolls. Neither have I. I either. Okay. But it's just sixties. It's sixties. Yeah. Think Twiggy, you know. Okay. Love uh, a Twiggy. So at the party, well, before the party, JT told Rod that he was not going to use the party as the opportunity to have a one-to-one with Taylor and tell her 
his true feelings, which by the way, he's already told her his true feelings two or three times. In and the she's last already season. said not. She said no. Every single. Well, she. Okay. She Here's hasn't thing, said no. That's what I wrote down. I was, she's not good at putting the true foot down. Rejection. Mm-hmm. Because I think she wants to leave the door open. Just 110%. like the attention. Yeah. Yes. 110%. Yeah. I fully agree with you. She's just like, oh, better hold out because he may be the daddy that I need in about five years. And he's still, and he straight up goes, well, am I getting to it? No, no, you're fine. He says, I'll go back to suppressing it then because she has to kind of reject him again. She doesn't really reject him. She just says, she say, she goes, I've got a lot going on right now. Yeah. But he's like, I love you and I'd marry you tomorrow. It's and so she's sad. like, bro, I know. Let um, go. Well, you can see I have a lot going on right now and yeah. it's just not a really good time and I need to deal with all of this. She, she goes, I'm a little psycho right now. And he's, he goes, you are a psychopath. And then proceeds to profess his love yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Says uh, the man who cannot take a hint. Take a hint. Because it's not even a hint at this point. She's so obviously not into it. Shep comes up as he's being rejected again. Mm-hmm. And JT goes, well, I guess I'll go back to suppressing it. His love for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, uh, okay. And then Shep I just carries go. her away. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So that happens. You didn't put it on the list, but um, Brett, uh, Madison's husband, yeah. who's not on the cast list at all, but no. he shows up and walks into her like get ready room with a bottle of champagne so she can do his hair and like blow dry his hair. And they're just the cutest couple cute, cute. in the entire world. And they're just, mm. she's getting ready, like putting pomade in his hair. And he's like, I want to leave it a little curly today. She's like, oh, I didn't know, oh, but didn't know. let's go for it. Adorbs. They're, They're so, so cute. cute. Can't wait them. to see that baby. Uh, Paige had a great line as she <laughs> as she was in the car with Craig on the way to the party, and it just confirmed that he is for sure rubbed off on her. She goes, "You're gonna tell me I can't get Wi-Fi in certain parts of Charleston, but we went to the moon and li- and live streamed it in the '60s." Okay, <laughs> goes, I don't think so. I don't think so. Moon landing was fake, <laughs> and he, he just looks so proud. He's like, "Yep, yep." Her green dress is so cute. Oh, that's what I was saying. She doesn't wear color very often. Mm-mm. She looks very Jackie. Very yes. Jackie. When she does, it look real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They looked adorable at the party. Uh, the only drama that actually happened in the finale is, oh, shocking Austin drama. Austin That's had wild. the audacity of coming to this party and expecting an apology from Olivia for the way she treated him in Jamaica. <sighs> <clears throat> she, I can't with these men. <laughs> her but reaction she, yeah. was delicious jaw dropped excuse me she's what did she say i'm sorry you expected an apology from me and his face was like uh yeah he wants an apology from her after he cheated on Mm -hmm. her and he's done Mm -hmm. all of these other things to her with her quote best friend correct exactly Mm -hmm. uh and the whole time the whole time Olivia's trying to explain her side of things and whatnot, he does not want to hear any of it. Nope. He's talking over her the entire time. He won't shut up because he knows she's saying truth. Yep. He doesn't yep. want to hear it to have to own up to it. And so he's just going to 
try and cut her off, but she doesn't <laughs> stop. So clearly the therapy is not setting in, you know, mm-hmm. you would think with coupled with the therapy and then watching yourself on national television, be a complete asshole. Someone would change, but this man is sticking to it. And but don't worry. Worse. He brought his trap hop to the party. Don't worry. He had to get his <laughs> brand plug. He has a beer brand called trap hop. And he wears his brand t-shirts every single episode. Obnoxious. You know who doesn't wear his brand t-shirts? Craig. Craig. Yeah. Ding. I do want a sweatshirt, though. A oh, sewing I do, down too. They're very cute. They look so cozy. Uh, I love the line that Olivia said, you leave a paper trail of pissed off women behind you. and she just goes i think there's a huge disconnect here and he goes i couldn't agree more (laughs) (laughs) and then she gets up you're the disconnect yeah (laughs) and then she just gets up and walks away she's like here a mirror there's no Mm -mm. no the end of the party is austin and jt throwing hands jt literally yes Mm -hmm. jt because he's two feet shorter than austin Gets up on a bar stool in what? in Whitney's man bar, kneels on the bar stool like a <laughs> three year old, and gets in Austin's face. And was like, "What? You want to go? Let's have this out right now." And yeah. To Austin's credit, I would have been laughing my ass off yeah. if, that, if that short king started coming at me and my trap hop, you know. Yeah. And he didn't. He was just like, "Okay." And then JT lunges for him and headbutts him. And then he, Austin obviously defends himself and pushes him back. And they get in a little scuffle amongst everybody at the party, by the way. I'm pretty sure JT How was... How do these people not come away with these things with assault charges? Well... Inbreeding. <laughs> I think that production would rather mm-hmm. have the drama than the legality of mm-hmm. the drama. So when you sign up for a show like this, mm-hmm. I just think a lot gets brushed off. Yeah. Um, and who knows how much of it was for the cameras versus actual yeah. feelings. Uh, but in interviews, the interviews that Austin was doing at the end of the episode for the finale were disgusting. He mm-hmm. was talking about JT in just the meanest ways. It had this nasty little smirk. Evilest smile. Yeah. Well, just fully cemented that this guy is he, not, not a normal man. Like he no. needs serious help. And the smirk, he goes, oh, I get it. He's jealous of me. <laughs> because. A narcissist. Taylor. <laughs> because he's had Taylor. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could still have her, whatever. Yeah, in a second. She would go to him in a second. Well, yeah. she, the other thing that happened was Austin or Shep, Shep and Taylor had the conversation finally because she misses him and wants to get back with him. And Shep, this is for you. I'm very proud of you. Very proud. Did he say no? He said no. Good job, Shep. He said, I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's mm. good for us. And I think we just need to stop mm-hmm. and just be which he has been saying all season he has not walked away from his standpoint that mm-hmm. this is not right i love her mm-hmm. i have so much love for her and i miss our relationship but we're not good for each other mm-hmm. and this is not my person yeah yeah and then she proceeds to say well what if i date austin in the hopes that it's going to get under shep's skin because she's 15 yes yeah you like she <laughs> 
purposefully picked Austin because yeah. she knew that yep. maybe it if I get, yeah. if I get a reaction or a rise from him, then I'm proving some point to myself, but mm-hmm. then what you're saying isn't actually true because you do care enough to get mm-hmm. upset. Up. And he was yeah. like, whatever you do, like I can't mm-hmm. stand in the way of whoever you end up with. Yeah. Regardless. His first reaction was austin like that's the person that you're gonna use yeah which she's done multiple times now yeah and it's mm-hmm. not getting a reaction so i don't no. know why she keeps the using only it. reaction it's getting is all of the other women in this group are hating her yes mm-hmm. and it's like yes what, what do you think is gonna happen i don't know yeah the can't wait for the reunion very interesting <laughs> can't wait for the reunion the trailer looks pretty good mm-hmm. uh olivia is wearing an ariana style revenge dress mm. it's the same red but it's backless Woo! she looks yeah. amazing can't wait for that but do we need three parts no we do not Absolutely because this not. was the most boring season of southern charm i've ever watched yeah, yeah the whole season in general was kind of meh yeah and the finale just kind of sealed that yep uh on that last note <laughs> i love the progression of my investment <laughs> yeah Sorry. you're kind of in it now um the last uh, slide scully is just my favorite shot of season nine look at that is a renaissance painting. Yeah. The drama. But also, the she's so beautiful. There will just be... Madison? Yeah. Disrespectful no, the one in the middle. Renaissance. <laughs> Potentially disrespectful what to the renaissance. What is the black girl's name again? Vanita. Vanita. She's just so stunning. She's stunning. So is Madison. Uh, and yeah. then Leva had her lips done in the middle of the season. And girl, can you tell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She needs to stop. She's such a beautiful woman. She needs to stop getting work yeah. done. And it's- they went out to eat and you could tell it was just like a struggle to like. <laughs> she had soup and she would have to like, <laughs> like <laughs> mouth her spoon basically yeah. and be able to get it into her mouth. It was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, goodness. But there will only be two reunion oh episodes God. okay well that's fine just looked that up yeah. two one hours i uh, think probably so. yeah. yeah the only other bravo things that are happening that are relevant to me was the finale for real housewives of salt lake city has mm-hmm. broken the internet yeah but it's on my for you page exactly <laughs> what's so funny to me though being an ex-conservative woman watching mm-hmm. this show is I find it funny that the mm-hmm. rest of the world thinks that this is so dramatic and that it's so shocking that mm-hmm. Salt Lake City housewives would be this crazy. I'm like, have you met a conservative religious woman? <laughs> They're all crazy. They're so and they dramatic. Love drama. They love they all of my uh really painful girl drama things mm-hmm. growing up in my teens and twenties all came from church trauma and, and church grown drama. Women. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Women. Not not girls my own age. No, no. Girls their ten mothers. years older than me. Or their mothers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gross. So I'm not shocked. What I'm what I think is funny is that so the story is Monica, who's the new housewife on this season, who's the one that uh, doesn't have a lot of money and she's a mom Mm -hmm. of three or four girls uh, Mm -hmm. and she's getting a divorce. She it is revealed in the finale that she was the person behind a Instagram 
a hate drama account. a hate account but like a, a drama account for mm -hmm. housewives uh who was quote unquote making their life a living hell over the mm -hmm. last four years well it turned out that she was only one part of this system there was mm -hmm. multiple people who were part of the reality von t's instagram mm -hmm. which is has been quote unquote shut down in the last few months but they, monica just said that oh wait for it there's more because i think she's going to launch something right before the, mm -hmm. the reunion because she's basically been like the dumas of yes. um reality of the, the salt yes. lake world exactly uh so they all find that out freak out like this person has been on our homes like so dramatic mm -hmm. and all of the viewers behind the scenes are saying she's just a production plant all this is is production wanting to spice up the season and mm -hmm. if monica hadn't been in this season guarantee you salt lake city housewives would have been canceled because yeah. it is so boring there's nothing that's been happening for two seasons other than the jen shaw drama but now that she's in jail there's nothing to talk about yeah. so if monica hadn't been put on this show there would be no season six i don't even know what seasons they're on five i think <laughs> crazy Man. i know it'll be interesting i think by the time this episode comes out the reunions will happen out too so mm -hmm. we'll get to talk about it in the next episode yeah. that's it for tvt though the next TVT will include Vanderpump because it's coming back, baby. It's coming back. We're excited. We're getting ready for the launch. The launch. Yeah. The release for lots of fun Bravo content pieces from us. We've got lots in store. I'm sitting on my, I'm pulling my cord. Sorry. You're fine. Based on time, I feel like we should move into our pinned convo. I would agree. Great. Let's talk about politics. I came up with some questions. Um, I came up with some questions, and by me, I mean me and ChatGPT. As per usual. As per usual. Love a ChatGPT. How would you describe your political beginnings and how your parents spoke about politics or world events around you growing up? Also, you want to take this one first? Sure. Okay. I also, once again, hand wrote. <laughs> so if you hear a lot of that, it's ASMR. It's not my fault. Uh, or it's entirely my fault. Okay. So I kind of missed the note of this being from ages zero to 13. So this it's okay. kind of delves into more of my teenage years oh, that's because fun. that's really when politics became more relevant to me anyway. Totally. Um, so I didn't know that I didn't have to be a Republican until I was 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought you had to be whatever your parents were. Mm -hmm. Because that's what that's our parents what were telling us. was explained to me, basically. Yes. Um, or not explained, but... Told. Shown. Portrayed. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but... I think that's all I really had to say for that question itself. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, most of my stuff is for questions two through five. Okay. Kelly, do you have any memories of this? I don't have a lot of memories about my parents talking about political things in front of me as a child. I I think similarly, I grew up conservative Republican family and we had those cousins. We had the the one family within our family that was on the Democrat side of things and it was a thing. It was a thing yeah. that like if we're all getting together, we don't don't talk, talk about, about anything with these cousins because 
We are those two. And so in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> and now we are those cousins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just, um, I just remember thinking like, oh, how could they stray and be on yeah. the other side? Because our parents, I can't speak for your parents, for ours, Halsey's and mine, mm-hmm. they mer- Republicans tend to merge their beliefs of God into their beliefs of politics, which, Church hi. and state. No. Oh. Church and state. There is a separation of oh, church and state. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. That That is not... That's not how this was supposed to happen. That was not what we were supposed to merge. But because of the Reagan era, that is what Republicans became. Uh, For me, I have this very, very distinct memory during the Clinton uh, election Mm -hmm. when he won. Mm -hmm. And our father was not a Clinton fan for many reasons. And I'm, I'm sitting in our living room all curled up and watching the election results it's announced that clinton is the winner mm-hmm. my dad goes well there goes the country that evil sob will ruin everything for us and then mm-hmm. i start crying because i think that the world is going to yeah. end because this man became our president mm-hmm. and i was petrified mm-hmm. that now the the world can't go on because yeah. bill clinton is our president meanwhile in terms of the presidents that have been around in my lifetime he he was probably one of the more positive ones. <laughs> like he enacted more positive change than m- the majority of the presidents that have been mm. elected in my age range. Kind of crazy. Great but he was also, you know, like sexually abusing very young women. But anyways, allegedly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I. But yes, he was mm-hmm. having relations with women that he shouldn't have been having relations mm-hmm. with, but also. That had nothing to do with what he could do in his job. You know what I'm saying? And he was nailed to the wall because Mm -hmm. Republicans said that man is a disgust and a disgrace because of the choices that he's made in Mm -hmm. his personal life. And he can't do his job because of that. That's not true. Just because you are a questionable moral person doesn't mean that you can't be successful in the job that you're doing, clearly. Um, But yeah. So I I grew up. In two Bush administrations. Yes, you did. <laughs> and then Obama became president when I was in junior high. Yeah. Uh, who was the first president that you could vote for? Do you remember, Kelly? Uh, Obama, Trump. Obama. Uh, Obama. No, Obama no. round two. No. I don't know. <laughs> Let me think about this. 08 Obama or 2012 Obama? 2012 Obama. Okay. Yeah. My first election was 08 Obama. I was told. I don't know who he was running against. I don't remember either. Oh, McCain. Mitt Rom- McCain. McCain. Oh, I was yeah. say, not Mitt Romney. That was round one. No, Mitt Romney was round two. McCain was round one. Yes. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> not that it matters. First of all, we lived in Arizona. So John mm-hmm. McCain was. John McCain. God in <laughs> Arizona. Uh, I was told very non-politely that if I voted for Obama, I would be kicked out of my house. And. Uh, my father watched me vote to make sure that I didn't vote for Obama. And I wanted to. I actually secretly campaigned on my campus for the Democrats of Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I campaigned uh, on campus for specifically for Obama. But mm-hmm. he watched me vote and yeah. would not allow me to vote for Obama. 
that was my first election. <laughs> now, 2012 came around. Your girl voted for Obama. She went to a voting place and did it herself so that no one was lording over her. But yeah. crazy. That was how politics were handled. Like, it was a my way or the highway situation. My first election was Trump 2016. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Wasn't that an uplifting experience? Wasn't he going against Hillary Clinton? Yeah. 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 It's hard to keep track who's, no, you're who's good. on both sides. Yeah. Growing up conservative, was there a specific moment or event that made you start questioning the beliefs of your parents? Um, so I kind of, for the first time in elementary school, and we talked about this a little bit in the last episode with friendship, yeah. where I had, I had friends whose parents held different political beliefs for the first time. Yeah. And who had, and that it was the first time that I had any other adults in my life who weren't a part of the church who, yeah. who like, cause prior to that, the only adults who were allowed to have any influence over me were a part of the church or right. a part of homeschooling or whatever. Yep. And, or whatever church community thing we were doing, like pioneer girls, those kind of things. So yeah. they were all in the same, you know, for the most part, political opinions of our parents. And right. so elementary school was the first time that I was around adults who didn't share those opinions. Yeah. And, um, I, like pretty clearly remember um like being around my friend Simone's parents or mm. just other friends' parents who yeah had different thoughts. Different thoughts. Mm -hmm. And or that their you know, whether their families were more secular or whatever it was, you know, it was just yeah, it was the first time. Yeah. I really remember like knowing the difference. Yeah. Even in third, fourth grade. That's so cool. Eight or nine years old. I'm that's cool to hear that it was younger for you for me i didn't start really questioning things until high school yeah because i was so scared <laughs> well i wouldn't say i was questioning so much i think yeah. it was just my first time realizing that there were differences some, some other opinions granted at that point i still thought uh that they were one wrong right because um, that's how you were raised because that's how i was raised i yeah i believe that they were wrong i believed wholeheartedly that i was a baby republican mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is like so freaking weird. Even like I would even say it was weird if I thought I was a baby Democrat. Yeah. Like I just think it is weird to politicize your children in any way. Like yeah. I think that's just a weird thing to do. But Republicans are known for that because yeah. they are raising the next generation to be them. So yeah. they want to make sure that that sticks in there. Yeah. Doesn't budge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, did we budget? <sighs> did you have any moments? No, and I don't think I really started questioning, and not questioning really, but just like finally realizing, oh, I can, I feel like I kind of align with this mm -hmm. thought process versus this one, mm -hmm. and not until I was in college, honestly. Yeah. and mm -hmm. um, Which I feel like is more the experience for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. It's like college. Politics weren't talked about. <laughs> it wasn't, it just wasn't brought up, so it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I guess the way that they were mm -hmm. living their lives was yeah. in relation to mm -hmm. some degree of being Republican and being conservative and keeping yeah. those values and stuff in, in mm -hmm. their minds. But it wasn't ever like you have to do this because you're a Republican yeah. or mm -hmm. we have to. It wasn't I don't think it was ever really talked about either about like. We're voting for so and so because we mm -hmm. have to or right. like mm -hmm. you have to vote for them because 
you have to be the same as us. Right. But um, yeah, I think as I got older, though, and thinking about like those family members who were on the other side of <laughs> the, the spectrum a little bit, like yeah. I just would try to think why what's so bad about it right why why are we putting such a negative not negative like we still love them we still sure spent family time to them but it it was an off topic or but they're off limits they're different Mm -hmm. and in a negative way yeah but and i just kept wondering why like what is Mm -hmm. so bad that (laughs) i don't know we can't we're so afraid to have those discussions yeah with Mm -hmm anyone family not family who have different opinions Mm -hmm. or points of view because yeah yeah, i don't know so nothing really sticks out sticks out but but it makes sense that college would be your first time because that was when you got to move away from home and be around so many different kinds Mm -hmm. of people that you'd never had a chance to have access to yeah um i i said high school it's because of my government and history teacher that Mm -hmm. i am a democrat because my junior year or no my sophomore year was the first year that i had him and he was still is a beloved teacher and it's because he really invests in making his students question everything Mm -hmm. and there was this moment in class during the first half of the year uh, of that school year where we I think an election was happening that year or something and it was part of the news and part of our homework every single day was to read a certain section of the newspaper and then we would mm-hmm. be quizzed on whatever events were happening in the world that Friday and I we were discussing something in class and I was quite obviously discussing it in a Republican state of mind because mm-hmm. that's how I was raised and mm-hmm. he looked at me and he goes Bailey did you ever realize that you can think differently than your parents? Mm. And I said, no, no. (laughs) He said, that's not an option. (laughs) He said, for this semester, I want you to really challenge why you believe the things that you believe Mm -hmm. and question them for internally for yourself. Don't think about how you were raised. Don't think about your parents' expectations. Just read and seek out other information. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay. And by the end of that year, I had signed up for the Anti-Defamation League, which is uh, this incredible Jewish... uh, nonprofit that helps work do anti-racism work in the whole country mm-hmm. but in high schools they work on like beating anti-semitism and trying to have advocates within the classroom that will help mm-hmm. um positively affirm people it's really cool mm-hmm. and I, as soon as i signed up for that it was a domino effect like Mm -hmm. with every semester I took on more democratic ways of thinking and Mm -hmm. and more people who were interested in in thinking differently than me and then I started to see the separation of Mm -hmm. people who were involved in church who I went to school with and people that I went to church with I started Mm -hmm. to see them distance themselves from me because I was choosing this other path yeah Yeah. the bad path the dark (laughs) path Uh uh-huh yeah I I wrote, um, like around that same like fifteen to sixteen is when I started questioning 
why it seemed that all Christians, at least the ones in my circle, were Republicans. Yeah. Like, that was that first time where I was like, like I, in a very similar vein of, with you and your history teacher, yeah. I have a very real memory of being a freshman in high school and um, basically going toe-to-toe with my science teacher. Oh, uh-oh. About creationism. Oh, no. <laughs> And, um, doing, I did like a sarcastic report on Darwin. <laughs> oh, 14 year old Halsey. <laughs> just, she was confident. She yeah. was going through something. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about the political messages you heard as a kid or a teenager at home, which one sticks out as the most surprising now looking back at your new perspectives or more educated perspectives? Mm-hmm. So kind of two answers to this i think a little bit because i think the next few questions kind of all go together for yeah. me um because like between 14 and 18 is also when i began to question why women didn't have more of a voice yeah in politics yeah. and in life life and in the <laughs> church and all these things yeah um and i feel like with social media um developing more when i was a teenager because mm-hmm. um snapchat came out when i was in high school um yep. i instagram came out when i was in i think freshman year you know yeah. all those things were starting um twitter was getting bigger i was on tumblr all those things so yep. i was having more like access to exactly. new thoughts and ideas that i never would have had access to before right um Yep. Yeah. I wrote down IDK. (laughs) I just didn't feel like I had any like political messages that were around me too much as a child. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of grateful for you that you didn't have that because I think that's how childhood should go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, let your child be curious and develop their own mm-hmm. opinions and go research things within certain internet boundaries because yeah. the internet can be a scary place. Yeah. But why would sure. you need to, this is why I love getting to know you more because I do love how different your childhood was. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing about it because I, I thought doesn't every dad shove Republican ideology down your throat <laughs> from the age of five? No, yeah. just mine. Okay. Like, that was normal to me, and a mm-hmm. lot of my friends were in the same boat growing yeah. up. For some reason, Arizona is just a loud Republican state mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the past. Now, things are a-changing. Mm-hmm. Winds are shifting, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But that's okay if yeah. you have an IDK. Yeah. Uh, mine was... <laughs> I can also, because I can definitely see your parents, just as, like, I haven't spent, you know, hours and hours of time with them or... Like, I've spent a small amount of time with your parents, but um, they're very, like, quietly political. Like, they're, yeah. you know, they're, for the most part. They're getting a little louder. In, tr- <laughs> in Trump era, I think that might have changed. Yeah. But but I can see, like, what they may have been like when you were a kid. Like, yeah. those probably weren't things they were discussing in front of you. Yeah. yeah. As a protection point. Thank yeah. God for yeah. that. You know? And I think maybe yeah. now it feels like they're louder because I am an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do have a different opinion than them on yeah. most everything. Yeah. And yeah. I'll dive into that in a, yeah. a later, later question. Or a later question. Great. Yeah. Whereas in our My nose upbringing. Keeps bugging me. Sorry, guys. You're fine. You're fine. 
in our upbringing, politics were loudly discussed in front of us often. And with other parts of our family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His outside, Mm -hmm. is it called? Extended family. Extended family. Thank you. They all talked about, I remember Mm -hmm. them all talking about politics at Christmas. It was a thing that was discussed and fought about all the time in his family. Crazy. But I, and I, we might touch about on this a little bit more later, but it wasn't until I was 18, 19 when my, when our parents separated. Yeah. That was the first time ever that I heard my mom's actual opinions. On I know. Things. Right. And, and that was also when she started like listening to a lot more podcasts and, yep. and educating herself and all these things and, yep. and finding her own opinions yeah. because our entire growing up was only our dad's opinion and that was the only one that mattered yes that was the only one that was allowed to be voiced i have distinct memories of my father telling my mom to shut up to stop talking that saying that her opinions were dumb that they were uneducated even though she had just as much education as he did uh but that they were unwarranted and Mm -hmm. unnecessary so women not talking about important things was Mm -hmm. instilled in me from Mm -hmm. the get-go and why when I became a teenager and started watching Halsey start to question things, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I'm going to question things now. <laughs> we going to get loud. How yeah. do you approach political discussions now, especially with people who share the views you were raised with but no longer hold? And then I put a sub comment with social media. We're so much more connected with people from our past, whereas in other generations, when you move or grow apart from someone, you kind of never see them again. But now Susie from homeschool is seeing your Black Lives Matter posts and she's very vocally not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wrote for this. I feel like with social media now, I'm I'm quicker to just not engage Mm. with those people, um, especially if they still have ties to old church or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just easier to mute, unfollow or block. Yeah. Like it's just... And maybe that's a privileged way of looking at it. Sure. But yeah, it's, it gets We're tired. so like, <laughs> literally, like I'm just tired. Yeah. I've been advocating for a long time. Mm. And sometimes I just don't want to have to do it. Yeah. The amount of people from high school that I've just gone, interesting, block. Yeah. <laughs> I j- just had someone message me from Washington. When I posted that thing about Biden not giving health care mm-hmm. or financial assistance for student debt mm-hmm. or anything, but he'll definitely go fund more bombing in Israel. She messaged she, this woman is in her 50s and a Democrat in Washington messaged me and goes, he did help student debt and he did help health care. And I said my response to her was. I don't know what in your brain thought defending an old white man who gives not a crap about any of us Mm -hmm. was a good thought in your brain but do not message me with pithy little comments Mm -hmm. with no backup because my thing especially during black lives matter era and the last two elections is if you want to come to the gauntlet and have a conversation Mm -hmm. and actually discuss these points Mm -hmm. i'm so freaking down but what you're not going to do is bring your Bible into the conversation because that has no place in our politics. I want mm-hmm. you to come with real data, real opinions, real backed up research if we want to have a real conversation about this. Because otherwise, bye-bye, yeah. not my job. I'm, my job is not to educate you. You need to go educate yourself. Yeah. 
my last like i don't know spicy political instagram dm that i sent (laughs) was during uh the 2020 election yeah and and the last message i just sent was because she had said something like just rude she just said something and then ended the message of like give your mom a hug from us (laughs) and so my next message was we'll do these Carlins voted for Biden as a family. <laughs> and then I just clicked out. Yeah. Because what, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like you just spent manipulative. You just spent all this time tearing into me. Just because I think differently. DMs because I think differently. Yeah. And then you want me to give my mom a hug? No. no. Well, and that it's a manipulative tactic, mm-hmm. right? Of reminding you, remember your thinking, you remember your mom's conservative and I love her and she loves me. No, my mom is not conservative actually. And if you were a part of our life, you would know that, right? Yeah. If you actually had a real discussion with us about our beliefs, then you would know that, that my yeah. mom's opinions were not my father's ever. Yeah. Thanks though. Uh, Kill it. Sorry. I feel like I've been talking a lot. It's fine. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I also, because I copy and pasted the questions, I put the social media aspect mm. with the next question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think I am of the personality, nor have I ever been, nor I don't know if I could ever really be. I don't know. Maybe now that I'm finding a little bit more of my voice, it yeah. maybe could be, but I've never been one to really vocalize my political opinions Mm -hmm. or stance on social media yeah i don't like debating i don't like confrontation so it's just (laughs) not in the cards for me that's okay but what i do appreciate lack of a better word Hmm. is going into the conversations with those who do have different Mm -hmm. perspectives than me of i'm coming into this and I hope you're coming into this too of neither of us are trying to change the other's opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm wanting to learn and try to understand your perspective more to Mm -hmm. make it make sense to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I don't expect that it will. I don't expect that anything I have to say coming out of this is going to change your opinion on anything. But I hope that if I can share where I'm coming from and you can share where you're coming from, hopefully we can have a better understanding. Yes, If we can come at each other with Grace and respect. What a concept. Yeah. I'll use one of your words with grace. (laughs) Yeah. I it's the I'm coming to I'm coming to the yard with just some books and paper and ideas, and you're coming with guns and knives and cutting words. Yeah. It's not and you're coming into that fight and discussion thinking that your main goal is to change my mind. You're Mm -hmm. not gonna change my mind. No. I that I don't need you to do that. What I need you to do is help explain yourself in mm-hmm. a calm demeanor. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to raise our facts. voices. Nope. Yes. But with actual facts about things you saw on Fox News, Fox. <clears throat> which is not a news program, by or the way, it's social. an entertainment company, not a news program. They have no journalistic or what is anything. The, what is their social media? True social? Mm. What it's called? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not on Trump's it. Facebook. Yeah. But what? when there's a situation going on where mm-hmm. my options, my life-saving options in the mm-hmm. 
circumstance that that comes to it Mm -hmm. are taken away from me and I don't get the say but those Mm -hmm. who love me Mm -hmm. say well yeah it's not it's it's God's plan for you to die yeah (laughs) and I'm not a parent Mm -hmm. so maybe that's to some degree Mm -hmm. some of why I would feel maybe more selfish in potentially yeah but I mean Jansen and I have had conversations of if we ever get to that point and there's something that happens yeah. and the doctor says, pick one, mm. I'd like you to pick me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Duh. We can try again. You're a full-fledged human. You're already. here. Yeah. <laughs> but if I don't get a say, this is what I want my say to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just want an option, yeah. you know? You what know. a concept what a to concept. be able to make About my a own choice. body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. I, I kind of like being alive most of the time. <sighs> What was uh, I put in the thread that we didn't talk about a couple weeks ago because I was I was just in an angry place with this particular story. Yeah. Uh, but about Kate Cox. Yeah. Kate Cox had to go get a life saving abortion in Canada mm-hmm. in the middle of losing her baby had more forethought for the nurses in america because if she had gone to just another state in america to get this abortion then those nurses and doctors could have been subpoenaed and Mm -hmm. sued and Mm -hmm. and potentially jailed for giving her an abortion so Mm -hmm. while she's going through this horrific loss Mm -hmm. she had enough foresight to go to canada's because we can't sue any canadian medical person (laughs) because they're in a different country i i just Ken Paxton is the attorney general of Florida, mm-hmm. or no, sorry, Texas, where Kate Cox is from. Mm-hmm. And he was the person who said that she would not be getting an abortion. A man who has no medical education, mm-hmm. ha- literally is in a job about politics, is telling a woman who he will never meet how she is going to do or not do to her body drives me up the wall yeah. and this will only become more of a problem more and more women will die it will happen mm-hmm. because we've already seen this part of history yep. we already know that people will do self-inflicted abortions in their homes just to be able to have some kind of control over their lives and not get put in jail for it yeah, yeah. and it will impact lower income individuals people of color and in secret conservative christian women the people who are voting for trump next (laughs) it gets me question number five real spicy was there a particular issue or cause that first made you feel politically awakened or at odds with your upbringing um well so especially Mm. growing up in the era of uh Pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. Don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in the Bush administration, I mean, yeah. like, I, in I, Arizona, in Arizona, <laughs> like, um, yeah, LGBTQ plus rights, uh, women's rights, and the care and rights of undocumented immigrants. Yeah, growing up with Sheriff Joe. Oh my God! You know Joe Arpaio in in Arizona and and his campaign reign of against terror. and reign of terror against undocumented citizens yeah and and growing up and like hearing our father's opinions towards those things and mm-hmm. his ag- agreement with joe or whatever and mm-hmm. praise of joe or bio <laughs> and me going like 
but they just want to live. Yeah. They just want, like, they just want what you want. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I had friends in high school whose parents were undocumented. Yeah. Same. Like, I, you know, I, I had friends who were undocumented in school. Yeah. You know, and I had friends who were in the foster system and I had, you know, and I had, yeah, it was just those things. They were stark. They were stark, especially growing up in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I was aware of them from a younger age. Yeah. When you grow up in a border state, when you gr- when you grow up in Arizona in general, like it's just treated so differently here. Yeah. And yeah, it's that makes sense. Mine is similar. LGBT issues. I started to see the democratic party as the party of the people right Mm -hmm. and all people whereas Mm -hmm. republicans were saying only white men can have anything in this country Mm -hmm. and then when millennials started taking over more of the voting power then i started seeing republicans switch their perspectives of like Mm -hmm. oh wait no never mind we love the gays we have the gay republican alliance now and the gays are perfectly capable of being in republican politics Mm -hmm. like they just switched it so that we would start to see oh Mm -hmm. we're accepted by them oh Mm -hmm. good now we can be republican again Mm -hmm. no all you're doing is manipulating the situation in order to get more voters now granted we're saying all this and i'm Mm -hmm. a democrat who fully knows that my party is messed up right now and did the exact same and did the exact same thing because hillary clinton didn't give two craps and a half no about gay people until meant that she could get a vote right she was on record saying marriages between a man and a woman right. in the 80s into the late 90s and into the early 2000s 100 did not care about queer people yes. until it meant that she could get their vote and this is why i'm sick and tired of politics being about the affluent ruling mm-hmm. our society mm-hmm. i am sick of having a president be in the one percent and then ruling over an entire class of people who are not <laughs> all voters are not part of the one percent but no. the one percent are paying for how our politics fall out and that drives yeah. me up the wall it's why i'm really excited for the next election i know shocking <laughs> because i do think that with the power of tiktok that we might actually get to elect a different party. I could totally see this election being flipped on its head and Mm -hmm. either a green party candidate or an independent candidate could actually have the potential of turning this all Mm -hmm. around. It will take a lot of work, obviously, but I think millennials specifically are just very, very tired of being told just choose the one that's less bad than the other. <laughs> yeah. No, I want a better. I want the better. Why can't we have the better? We're capable mm-hmm. of it. We know that these people exist. We just, they're, they're just not a Biden or a Clinton or a Trump. Mm-hmm. That's their differentiating factor. Uh, what, what's your take on the idea of political identity now that you're a full blank adult? We can say ass. Full ass adult. I forgot that we could say ass. Sorry. How has your <laughs> ass, ass, how has ass. your political identity evolved over the years? Kelly, I would like you to answer this one Same. first. Well, because I didn't answer the last one either. So um would you also like to answer the last one? No, it's fine. I did think you have notes? I did, but I had kind of changed Sorry. my um it doesn't matter. Switch around. Um yeah, it doesn't matter. 
Um, I'd like to have one. A okay. Identity. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I know that I still have a lot to learn when it comes to that because I feel the way that I was raised with it not being talked about very much. I wasn't really taught how to find the information right. mm-hmm. and like form and that find identity. yeah find not just one side's information mm-hmm. you know right. i think it's still important to see both sides of the picture 100%. and get a full yep. understanding of yep. mm-hmm. where everyone's coming from so i feel like it's something that i am hoping to take on a little bit cool. more with this election year of educating myself a little bit more mm-hmm. in what's going on because i'm not good at it if i'm being honest so it has i mean would you say it just hasn't been a priority while you become the adult that you are now i think so and i think it's horrible to say but i don't think it mattered to me yeah Mm -hmm. until there were things that i could see that were directly affecting me yeah but then opened my eyes to see okay, there's this issue, but then there's also these that I am not educated on or I could be more educated on that I should know more about. And I just... I think you should know that that's most people's yeah. Yeah. experience. For sure. Us being so overtly politicized as teenagers yeah. is freaking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it mostly just came so much from wanting to rebel and push and push and push and rebel yeah Mm -hmm. and so your experience is far more the average yeah and the normal experience of like okay you went to college you started to see things a little differently or started to educate yourself maybe a little bit differently um i feel like that is far more the average experience of most americans and when something comes up about in politics that is affecting you like your medical care and Mm -hmm. having ownership of your own body uh then you will tune in right but before Mm -hmm. that why would we yeah and i think too this might answer i i feel like i wrote this down in a later question but maybe not but the mindset of i'm just one person so Mm -hmm. what real difference am i actually gonna make but it only takes one Mm -hmm. and one voice Mm -hmm. sharing your opinion finding others who agree with you and back you yeah. multiplies and then you get louder and then you actually do make more of a difference than what yep. you actually think but yes. mm-hmm. you just gotta not be afraid to yeah exactly say it and there's so much potential to find those like-minded people now mm-hmm. i think that is why the old school politicians are terrified of things like tiktok why they're trying that to we're get talking it, to each other that we're talking to each other that the the worker bees are now coming together. Uh, it's terrifying to them because yeah. we are more together mm-hmm. than they are. And alive. Yes. And cognizant. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't want a, a Mitch McConnell uh, <laughs> telling you how to use no, your I body? the Grim Reaper to stay away from me. Thank you. Maybe um, we can hope for that in 2024. <clears throat> I think it was that I felt pretty similarly Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that I feel like I ebb and flow a lot and maybe it's because I have the privilege to uh, in some ways as a white cisgendered woman in America I can afford to be apolitical mm-hmm. um, 
I think I get complacent when I could be putting my privilege to use, but then it's hard to know where to even start. Yeah. Like where, you know, what cause is the right one to, to speak up about right now or yeah. um, whatever that looks like. And yeah, where do I put my money? Where do I put my vote? I think I definitely in the last few years as I've started to get more and more educated about yeah. local politics mm. um, have been a lot more encouraged to that, like your local politics matter more. If not more than your than federal federal politics, yeah. you know, v- making sure you're voting for your representatives. Yeah. Talking to your representatives. Yeah. You know, even in your face in their face. <laughs> absolutely. And that you have access to those people. Yes. I think that's what a lot of Kelly's don't realize is that you do have significant access to your representatives mm-hmm. and can bend the way our state reacts to things. Mm -hmm. Um, I had similar thoughts about uh, judges. Mm -hmm. There are tons of judge judge elections that happen in these elections that no one really reads about or educates Mm -hmm. themselves on who they are electing because they're just like, oh, it's just the judge system. Actually, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. (laughs) Like these people have intense control. They have so much power. So much power over how our citizens are treated and reacted Mm -hmm. to and and held accountable for other things. And we are continuously putting them in seats for decades. Judges have been like horrific judges have been in seats of power Mm -hmm. for upwards of 20, 30, 40 years. That serial season, this judge. Yes. This last season of the serial podcast, this judge in this town, and she was in control for decades And made it possible for thousands of children, literally as young as five years old, to be put in jail for things like what? For things like skipping school. Yeah. Or like she had this hammer mentality about discipline and Mm -hmm. that if you Mm -hmm. don't hammer it in in the get go and like shock Mm -hmm. factor them into discipline, Mm -hmm. that they will just continuously be a lifelong criminal because they skip yeah. school, I just I can't yeah. with these people. Uh, did you have any more about the political identity? I really like what you had to say, though. I did too. Oh, but I want you to answer it. You haven't answered no, 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 it. No, I just had one more oh, thought for say question it. seven. Just say it. Okay, it's about the question seven is around civic responsibility yeah. and how you were, how civic responsibility was handled in your childhood. Yeah, I yeah. just don't have anything to say. I don't think <laughs> I, <laughs> it, it really ties into the my yeah. question, my answer for question six. But it's that I knew my vote could matter. Mm-hmm. I knew I could learn to use my voice for the things that I believed in. Yeah, and I knew. Um... Nope. What does that say? Uh, <laughs> Can't I read her own in... handwriting. I knew I didn't agree with the opinions I heard from the church, mm. but until I was a teenager, I didn't know I was allowed to think differently Yeah, because we were, you're trained to give up self mm. in order to be a part of the body. Mm. Yeah. Snaps for me. Snaps for um, you. <laughs> but, but yeah, like that you are, you're trained to, to give up identity to yeah. give up self we had pastors preaching from the pulpit about elections and who to vote for growing up yeah <laughs> oh. and in, tr- in uh church one and church two yeah 
crazy including what how to vote in certain props and yeah yeah Yeah. to help benefit the the body the body crazy uh i agree with you about finding political identity too because the Mm -hmm. older i get the more i am not finding myself in either party and Mm -hmm. i actually think that's fairly normal Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be all one thing versus all one another because neither of the parties can really express a true Mm -hmm. american value system right you kind of have to make it up for yourself yeah um i do still believe in the power of a single vote a single voice because especially in local elections yep uh but i I need to educate myself more. In fact, I I call it like political maintenance. I haven't really <laughs> done that since 2021 because mm-hmm. I, I got so exhausted. Mm-hmm. I was very vocal about Black Lives Matter, still am, still post about stuff. And Indigenous Lives Matter and still am, still post about stuff. But when it comes to educating myself on the future of mm-hmm. what our politics are asking or what our country mm-hmm. is going through, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't help but think 10 years from now, I don't want to be living here. That's where I'm at. I don't have a whole lot of faith mm-hmm. for this country. Mm-hmm. I really never have. But I just don't foresee this going well in the next five to 10 years. And I would like to see myself out of it. (laughs) Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. On that note, (laughs) I don't even think we really express, we wanted to talk about politics because we know in season two, we're going to be in the midst of a massive election. And I know that we haven't really spent any time talking about politics and it is such an intensely relevant conversation that we should be a part of because Mm -hmm. if there's anything that I wanted coming out of this podcast, it's that I wanted you guys, the listeners, to be able to relate to the challenges that we're seeing Mm -hmm. in our political identity and the landscape Mm -hmm. and know that we're just one voice, but if we voice it out and find our people, I think we can all have camaraderie in that mm-hmm. and that you would start to hear our side of things too, because mm-hmm. your opinion is relevant and necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And camaraderie and then not knowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that it's okay to like, just be figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks for your thoughts and your notes and your preps. I thought you were going to say thank you for your thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Oh, Jason. You're welcome. God be with you. Bless. And also with you. Uh, we're not Catholic. <laughs> Didn't we and say that at church no. too? No, you're thinking of uh, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Oh, around Easter. On Easter. Christ mm. is risen. He is risen, risen indeed. indeed. There was a season of life where we did the and also with you. It was though. a John Mulaney bit. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Anywho. It was Anywho. A bit from one of his first specials. Anyways. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear your political thoughts. And you can use any of the questions that we have talked about today mm-hmm. to talk about it in the comments. Um, yeah, I just want to read the room, feel how you're yeah. feeling about the next upcoming election and just the vibes. Be Tell kind to yourself. Yeah. Be and kind others to each other. Yeah. Nope. No fighting now please like and subscribe rate and review share save and comment follow Follow. Mm -hmm. we love you so much hey sister by contract yeah you're pretty great 
Thank you. So are you. Just really like you. Thank you. You're welcome. Me yeah. too. Thanks for coming to the pod today. I talk today. about you guys a lot. <laughs> you do. What an honor. All the time. <sighs> What's your name again? <laughs> Just kidding. Got her. <laughs> Got him. Uh, sister by blood. Halsey. Halsey. Hi. Hi. I stopped saying my name. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Kelly. Hi, my name is Kelly. <laughs> You should all know who I am at this point. I mean, we're 17 episodes in, y'all. Where's our blood and contracts tattoos? You know what I'm saying? Right here. Right here. Right there. She's got a frog. Yikes. Sister by Blood, thank you for coming. I love you so much. Love you too. Thanks for your thoughts. You're uh, and I'm Bailey. This is Blood and Contracts. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.